Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I plan to blow your mind today. Intentionally. Uh, Not unintentionally. It's not going to be one of those cryptic shows or anything. I'm going to point out to you today stunning, swampy connections showing you again what I've told you the entire time. When you follow the money and you follow the connections, you'll find out why. They need to pull Trump and anyone associated with Trump down, rip them apart. The connections today are going to be pretty shocking. It's going to be follow up to uh, earlier uh, shows in the week. Don't miss any of this. I also got some updates on this Facebook thing and a quick thank you here. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. My savvy listeners protect their online activity with a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let me get right to it. First, a big, hearty, bear hug-like Big John Stud, remember Big John Stud from the WWE Bear Hug. Thank you to everyone for your your prayers and your thoughts. I got some phenomenal news yesterday. Thank you to my doctors at MD Anderson. I'll just say Dr. L and Dr. S because if I mention their names, liberals will probably go crazy. They're wonderful. And to Dr. Iannotti down here in Port St. Lucie who's helped me out too. Got some great news. Let's hope it continues. You all are the best. Thank you. It was an incredible, incredible day yesterday. Great health news. So I know many of you have emailed me and asked because you're the best, most caring, thoughtful audience on planet Earth. I mean it. Like the emails we get from you are all touching. The news yesterday was fantastic. So thank you. Okay, let's get to the show because it is going to be a busy day. As Miss Gilfeather used to say, my fifth grade teacher, put your thinking caps on today because this one's going to eat your lunch. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Paint Your Life. You want to give your mom the perfect Mother's Day gift? I'll tell you what, I'm getting mine. I'm going to paintyourlife.com. These are the most beautiful paintings. You're going to put one of these up on the wall and people are going to be like, what is that? How do I get one of those bad boys? They're that good. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you got to try paintyourlife.com. Here's what you get. A professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at an incredible affordable price. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. Their user-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made, hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. And you'll get a hand-painted portrait delivered in about three weeks. Send any picture or combine pictures into one painting. It makes it the most meaningful, perfect birthday gift, anniversary gift, Mother's Day gift. It's meaningful. It's personal, can be cherished forever. Put it on your wall. You will get tons of compliments speaks for itself. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded, guaranteed. Right now is a limited time offer. Get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. How do you get this offer? Text the word Dan, D-A-N, my first name, to 64,000. That's Dan to 64,000. Text Dan to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that mattered most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text Dan to 64,000. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. All right. Joe's <laughs> 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 excited today. But yeah, folks, uh, it was a little extended time between Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday shows because of yesterday. So Joe's very, he's got a lot of pent up energy. So the is where everybody's ready to go. Okay. So uh, just first quickly, Facebook uh, made the decision to keep Trump banned from their platform. 
You see this story up at Reuters. Listen, I'm not going to waste a lot of time on this. I was talking to, uh, I have multiple uh, producers now between all the terrestrial show, the video show and this. And I was talking to uh, another producer, producer Jim this morning. We're like, there's not much to say. Facebook oversight oversight board upholds Trump's suspension. I just want to make two quick points before we get to the juicy stuff, the swamp connections. Number one, this solidifies Facebook's role as a, basically a liberal mouthpiece and not a serious nonpartisan site. Forget it. I don't want to hear from liberal liberals ever again. Oh my gosh, look, Dan Bongino, your content trends on Facebook. Yes, guys, that's because people share my content. It's not because Facebook's helping me out. People like my content and hit share. It's not a conspiracy. Secondly, the fact that they only seem to ban conservatives like Donald Trump and don't ban any of the uh, Moscow, Rachel, Rachel, uh, Russia, Rachel Maddow stuff, who consistently promotes conspiracy theories, which I'll get to in a second. Again, solidifies talking point here. Number one, you need to take and run with is that Facebook is nothing more than a liberal mouthpiece. Point number two, it just makes Trump's social media site when he launches it that much more valuable. If he launches it or if he partners up with another existing one, it just makes it that much more valuable because people are going to want actual free speech. That's all I'm going to say on it. Facebook's a joke. It's always been a joke. This is not a surprise. All right, let's get to the real stuff. Folks, we're going to do a little walk today, a little journey, and I'm going to expose to you some connections here. Connections between the swamp rats. And the reason we're going to talk about this, the swamp rats and what they're doing to targeting the target, the Trump audience now is, did you notice that there's been an odd, seemingly misplaced timing, an odd resurgence of the Russia and impeachment hoax stuff, the Rudy Giuliani story, a big expose by Russia, Rachel uh, Maddow last night on MSNBC. Did you notice that? There's been this weird resurgence. Why is the Russia hoax back? Why is the Russia hoax and the impeachment Ukraine hoax, why is it back? Can I make a suggestion? Is that okay? Is everyone okay with that? Everyone's okay. I'm getting a, I'm getting a head nod here. He's giving a thumbs up there. I think the FBI must have found something on Hunter Biden and John Durham, who is doing an investigation into the Spygate thing, which I have to be, I'm very skeptical. I just want to put that out there. I'm skeptical of what's happening. But I think the reason you're seeing a resurgence of the Giuliani targeting and the Russia hoax is because the FBI must have found something on Hunter Biden on that laptop. They need a distraction. And John Durham must have found something in the Spygate thing that could lead to some really embarrassing information coming out on the Democrats. It's the only explanation, folks. Why else would the debunked Russia hoax be coming back again? Well, because the Democrats, when they know they're backed up in a corner, they know they have the media on their side, they know they need a distraction. So Giuliani and this resurgence of the Russia hoax will serve as that. And remember, the Democrats are always good at accusing Trump of what they're doing themselves. And the media will help them. Now, there is a great piece in the show notes today the newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter by Lee Smith. The real reasons behind the Giuliani raid. It's in the Epic Times. I'm going to get to this in a little while later, some screenshots from it, but I just want you to keep this in your head. This is a great piece. Read it in the newsletter. There are reasons behind the Giuliani raid and what I'm going to show you next with Rachel Maddow. And it has nothing to do with the impeachment hoax or the Russia hoax being any more credible today when the hoaxy hoaxiness of it was exposed months ago. 
It's because they're looking to hide something. My guess, Hunter Biden and what John Durham found. So they're going to go on a full court press. Here, Russia, Rachel, Moscow, Maddow to the rescue. Here's Maddow. Was it last night or the night before? Doesn't matter. Really, it all blends in. There has been no bigger promoter of the PP hoax, Russia hoax, than this disgraced, fake, phony fraud who does nothing more and enjoys nothing more than to make up tinfoil hat, lunatic conspiracy theories. Here's her latest one. I'm going to show you a quick video where she actually debunks herself. She's back to promoting this hoax that when Bill Barr was the attorney general and Robert Mueller was investigating Trump, that Trump would have been prosecuted for obstruction of justice in the whole investigation, the Mueller investigation, if not for this memo called the Office of Legal Counsel memo. This is, I don't want to confuse you, so I'm going to walk through this slow. The hoax is this, that Bob Mueller was looking at charging Donald Trump for obstruction of justice or people on his team while he was investigating him on the whole Russia thing. And that the only thing that stopped him was this Office of Legal Counsel memo from decades ago that said you can't prosecute a sitting president except for limited circumstances. Everybody tracking? The media wanted that story out there that, yes, Trump would have went to jail. It was just this memo that said you can't prosecute the president, that sitting president, that stopped them. It's a hoax. Here's Maddow bringing up the hoax again last night, and you have to ask yourself, why? Check this out. When Mueller finished his report, you might remember that Trump's attorney general, Bill Barr, told the public that he, William Barr, had consulted with Justice Department attorneys and had decided on their advice that despite these 10 plus detailed instances of alleged criminal obstruction of justice by President Trump laid out in the Mueller report, Bill Barr, consulting with Justice Department attorneys, had determined that despite all of that, nothing Trump did was really a crime. And so Trump shouldn't be prosecuted. Remember, Barr said that they didn't rely on this prohibition on a president being prosecuted while he's sitting in office. He said, actually, we decided at the Justice Department, I decided on consultation with Justice Department attorneys, that none of those things described constituted a crime. That's why Trump won't be charged. You see the narrative? Are you picking up what we're putting down here? Russia, Rachel to the rescue. They must have found someone, Hunter. So they need Russia, Rachel, Moscow, Maddow to come in and help them out. So, of course, the Hunter stuff and the Durham stuff, they need that to go away. So they reintroduce an already debunked narrative because Judge Amy Berman Jackson, who I don't trust as far as I could throw, and that's not very far, has said, hey, they really didn't characterize the deliberations over charging Trump for obstruction of justice accurately. Okay, sure. She wasn't in on the deliberations, keep in mind. She has no idea. She's basically just reading some emails. So Russia, Rachel now has to push the conspiracy theory again that, yes, Trump obstructed justice. And the only reason he's not in jail is because of this OLC memo. And Barr knows it. Really? So we'll ask the question because we do actual facts here, unlike Russia, Rach. Did the OLC memo, was that the only reason they didn't charge Trump? In other words, they had all this evidence and it's just this memo that stopped them? Well, That's interesting. 
Because Bill Barr actually gave a press conference about this a couple of years ago with Rod Rosenstein, by the way, no friend of Donald Trump, sitting right off his left shoulder where he already debunked this thing. Keep in mind that, that segment from Maddow is from this week. She's bringing this up again because she can't stop. Here's Barr putting this thing to bed completely. Check this out. Uh, Rosenstein and I met with him along with Ed O'Callaghan, uh, who is the principal associate deputy. On March 5th, we specifically asked him about the OLC opinion and whether or not he was taking the position that he would have found a crime but for the existence of the OLC opinion. And he made it very clear several times that that was not his position. He, he was not saying that but for the OLC opinion, he would have found a crime. He made it clear that he had not made the determination that there was a crime. Keep that name, Ed O'Callaghan, the name he mentions there, in your head for later in the show. And notice, if you're watching a video, Rod Rosenstein standing right there. So what Bill Barr said in that press conference is, I was in the room. He's talking about his conversation with Bob Mueller. Barr's saying, I'm in the room with Mueller. Rosenstein and Ed O'Callaghan, he'll come up later, were there. Rosenstein's at the presser. So if Barr's lying about him, you'd think he would interrupt him, right? He doesn't. So clearly Rosenstein, Rosenstein, no fan of Donald Trump at all. And Barr says, no, it wasn't the OLC memo that stopped Mueller from charging Trump with obstruction of justice. It was Mueller who already told him it wasn't the memo that got in the way. In other words, Mueller didn't charge him with obstruction of justice because he didn't have a case. It had nothing to do with the memo. So why is Russia rage up to this again? Well, you may say, well, Dan, Bob Mueller has a different version of what happened in that room. Bob Mueller definitely said, I'm charging Trump and you guys are stopping me because of the OLC memo. Really? Because that's interesting. When Mueller was given the chance to address the memo that supposedly stopped him from charging Donald Trump, Mueller said this under oath on Capitol Hill. I want to add one correction to my testimony this morning. I want to go back to one thing that was said this morning by Mr. Liu, who said, and I quote, you didn't charge the president because of the OLC opinion. That is not the correct way to say it. As we say in the report, and as I said at the opening, we did not reach a determination as to whether the president committed a crime. <laughs> what, the? what else do you need to hear? Why is Russia Rachel, why is she doing this now? I told you it probably has to do with Hunter and Durham. Here's what I think is going on. I think Durham has uncovered evidence, uncovered evidence. Citizen. What happens with it? I don't know. I have very little faith in this. I just want to be very clear. I'm not. So please, uh, you know, those of you who think I'm putting any faith in the Durham investigation, I'm not. I've been disappointed too many times. But I do think they found some things. And I think one of the things they found was that they had come to a pre-existing conclusion that Donald Trump was colluding with Russia no matter what. And as the evidence piled up that he wasn't colluding with Russia, it didn't matter. So you got it? Durham probably has evidence that the whole Russia hoax, they had come to a pre-existing conclusion Trump colluded with Russia no matter the evidence. What did I tell you before? Democrats always accuse you of what they're doing themselves. So the best way to distract from Durham's 
hey, they had a pre-existing uh, decision already made, Trump had colluded with Russia, regardless of the evidence, is to flip the script and say Barr had done the same thing. In other words, what Rachel Maddow say, Barr had already concluded he wasn't going to charge Trump because of this OLC memo. And that's so they're trying to flip the script and blame it on Barr. They're accusing them of the same thing they're doing. It's the, it was the investigation that had come to a pre-existing conclusion, the Mueller investigation, not Bill Barr. Just, they pull this scam every single time. Whenever Moscow Maddow says something, you can almost be guaranteed there's a scam there. She's suggesting Barr had some pre-existing conclusion. Then you should always say to yourself, she's suggesting Barr had a pre-existing conclusion. That must mean the Democrats had one. And that's probably what Durham's finding right now. Keep Ed O'Callaghan in your head too, because we're going to talk about swampy connections today as well. All right, let me get to my second spot. Now I want to move uh, in this section to, again, what are they covering here? Durham. And they're also covering for Hunter. Back to the real reasons behind this Giuliani raid. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most important story going on right now. I'm very sorry. I'm getting a ton of emails about Arizona, important story. I covered it last week. I'll cover it when we get results, the recount. I already covered it. I asked Trump about it. We talked about it on the show. We'll get to that. This Giuliani thing right now is enormous because if it's allowed to continue, we have descended fully into a third world police state, fully. There will be no turning back if we don't correct this immediately. All right, today's show brought to you by Jenny Cell. It's the final week of Chamonix Mother's Day sale. For only a few more days, get that special lady, the greatest skincare products in the world, at a once-in-a-lifetime special promotion. Order the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness and get the jawline treatment and Zotique deep correcting serum absolutely free. And as a surprise Mother's Day gift, GenuCell also include their legendary GenuCell XV anti-wrinkle treatment and moisturizer also free. That's three free gifts when you order today. Make this Mother's Day one to remember with the greatest skincare money can buy. Chamonix promises you'll see results within 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Go to GenuCell.com and enter my special promo code DAN40, that's DAN40, for an extra $40 off this crazy sale. And as a special gift, every order is upgraded to free priority shipping. That's three free gifts with your GenuCell order today. Don't wait. Call or click now. This is the last week. Call or click now. GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. That's GenuCell.com. Use promo code DAN40. Thanks, GenuCell, for sponsoring the show. Sorry, got to turn the AC. I'm dying. We got to keep the AC at like 70 degrees in here because I'm seriously, I noticed during the show, I'm always sweating like a stuck pig and I can't take it. It's hot as hell in here. I've had like a vent put over my head. It's main house. This is going down to 70 right now. Poor Paula. I'm going to freeze her out. It's too bad. I, I get hot. I work out in the mornings and I'm like, my, my body temperature can't cool down. It really drives me crazy. All right, so back to the real reason behind the Giuliani raid. Folks, the Democrats are good at this. I hate to say it, and I'm, I, I mean it. They are very good at this, and it does pain me to say it because I don't want to appeal like I'm putting them on some high moral arc. The Democrats in Congress are really awful, terrible people, okay? But they do something very well that we don't do as Republicans very well at all. They play offense, and they don't play defense. They flip the script. Just like I explained to you with why Rachel Maddow's bringing that thing up now, right? Pre-existing narrative. So she flips it on Barr. Barr had a pre-existing narrative. No, no, Mueller did. That's what they do. They never play defense. They go on offense. They say double-barreled middle finger. We don't care what you think. 
We're just going to lie, make it up, and we're going to go on offense and never play defense and accuse you of what we did. They do it every single time. So what's going on with Giuliani? Giuliani knows some stuff, folks. He knows some really bad stuff I'm going to talk about now on this show. And this is the connections in the swamp part. I need you to pay very close attention to the thinking caps portion because it's important. Giuliani knows from what I'm going to tell you now on about the connections of the people who targeted Trump and therefore Giuliani has to be taken out. They're not going to play defense against Giuliani. They are going to go offensively target Rudy Giuliani. So back to the Epic Times piece you must read today in the newsletter from Lee Smith. Let's go to screenshot one. So we already know Joe Biden was involved in a quid pro quo with Ukraine. He's on tape. It's on Monday's show this week. I played you the tape of Joe Biden saying, fire the prosecutor involved in the prosecution of my son, or we're not giving you USAID, Ukraine. It's on tape. That is a quid pro quo, something for something, an illicit deal. So instead of apologizing, going on the defensive, what do they do? They just take the offensive and they take out Giuliani, accusing him of the same thing. Here we go. Lee Smith, uh, Lee Smith's piece. In 2016, then Vice President Biden threatened to withhold a billion dollar loan guarantee from the Ukrainian government if it didn't fire a prosecutor investigating an energy company paying his son Hunter more than $50,000 a month. When Trump got word in 2019 of the Biden's activities in Ukraine, he asked the Ukrainian president to brief Attorney General Barr as well as Giuliani on the matter. Democratic officials, U.S. spies, and the media categorized Trump's unrelated decision to put a hold on weapons system purchases by the Ukrainians as a quid pro quo. That's exactly what Biden was doing, by definition. Joe Biden said, fire the guy investigating my son in Ukraine, my son's lucrative job, shady job over there, or I'm not giving you U.S. taxpayer money. That is, by definition, a quid pro quo. So amazingly, what do they do? They turn around in the first impeachment hoax and they accuse Trump of the quid pro quo. You almost have to, like, sit there in awe of the pelotas on these people. If you get what I'm saying. They know the media will never ask them questions, ever. So they just accuse their opponents of exactly what they did. Giuliani knew about the Hunter Biden job and the quid pro quo and the firing of the prosecutor. So they accused Giuliani and Trump of the same thing. Here, screenshot two. You doubt me? From Lee Smith's piece. The same is so with the allegations that Giuliani took money to influence U.S. policy regarding Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukrainian energy company that hired Hunter Biden, that hired him for just that purpose. And it worked. His father even said so. Joe Biden boasted in a January 2018 appearance that it was he, as vice president, who got the Ukrainians to cut the prosecutor loose, who was investigating his son, or else. The lesson now is clear. If you start asking inconvenient questions about the Bidens, you're going to pay the price. And the genius way they do it is just by accusing you of the same thing they did. So here's the big question here. In their targeting of Giuliani, obviously covering up their 
profound corruption in Ukraine. Were they spying on Giuliani too? When I say they, I mean the deep state cabal. Oh yeah, it's real. I told you, I don't care what you call it. The smelly state, the sloppy state. I don't give a damn what you call it. The deep state, the swampy state. Were they spying on Giuliani too? I got questions. Let's go back to that technofob, technofog, our good friend and his substack here. Folks, there was a big memo, FISA abuse memo that just came out. Again, you haven't seen it in the mainstream media. It's only one of the biggest stories, probably in decades, that a FISA court, a United States court, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court designed to target terrorists was not, in fact, targeting terrorists sometimes, but targeting U.S. citizens. This is a huge story. You heard anything about it outside of this show? I don't think you did. Here's the Technofog piece where he covers a quote from this FISA abuse inquiry that came out this week. It says that they were conducting FISA investigations related to public corruption and bribery. Folks, listen, public corruption and bribery are very serious things. But they're not foreign intelligence. Public corruption and bribery? Is that a hint and a wink and a nod that they may have been spying on Rudy Giuliani as well? So when this FISA abuse memo came out this week, that again, we've been spying on American citizens using a court designed to spy on terrorists, all of a sudden you see this story magically appear again about Rudy Giuliani. Look at this one. Jerry Dunleavy, Washington Examiner. So when this came out, they had to cover something up. So the FISA court picks the Carter Page reviewer and Democratic impeachment lawyer for an advisory gig. <laughs> the pelotas, pelo, pelotas on these people. So the FISA court's got a problem. Hey, guys, ladies, uh, we've been spying on U.S. citizens, but that's a court designed for foreign intelligence. Is one of those citizens Rudy Giuliani? Well, we better go get Rudy Giuliani. Pick him up right quick. Here, from the Washington Examiner piece. So who do they bring in to clean up the mess? Again, if you watch Monday's show, you may be wondering why I'm bringing up this person's name again, because the connections here are simply incredible. From the Washington Examiner piece. Mary McCord took over the DOJ's National Security Division in October of 2016 when the first FISA application targeting Carter Page was filed. McCord reviewed that FISA and subsequent renewals. The FISA applications relied upon claims in British ex-spy Christopher Steele's discredited and Democrat, uh, Democratic-funded dossier. McCord was also involved with the investigation into Lieutenant, into Lieutenant General Mike Flynn. All right, we covered this on Monday. So the FISA court realized it has a problem. It brings in as a friend to the court, Mary McCord, a Justice Department official, official involved in the spying operation on Donald Trump and the investigation into Mike Flynn and something else too. What better way to sweep this under the rug than pull in a bunch of people with expertise in sweeping things under the rug? Wait till you get a load of these connections from Mary McCord who is now a friend of the FISA court now. Friend. They need a friend right now because I think it's going to come out that they may have been spying on Giuliani too. Weird. Here's a Washington Post article. Maybe wondering why am I publishing, uh, or excuse me, uh, putting up a Washington Post article back from 2014 by Carol Lenig. 
who gets more wrong. But she writes about the Secret Service and screws up just about every single story. It's amazing. I debated her once on a Sunday show on CNN years ago. And I think at the elevator, she was horrified that I ripped her talking points to shreds. She was like, hey, what just happened? Carol Lenning wrote this story in 2014, Washington Post. Longtime administrator Sheldon Snook leaves the U.S. District Court with accolades. Why is this story interesting? What does this have to do with the FISA court admitting they're spying on Americans, maybe Rudy Giuliani, and then bringing in Mary McCord, Spygate person, Flynn person? What does this have to do with her? Well, let's go to the first screenshot about Sheldon Snook, this U.S. District Court guy. Snook is leaving the job. He will take on a new role as special assistant to Chief Justice John Roberts. (laughs) Wow. The counselor's office advises the chief justice not only on management and budget of the Supreme Court, but also on his interactions with the executive and legislative branches, along with numerous other public roles in which Roberts serves. Okie dokes. So you've got this guy, Sheldon Snook. He leaves the U.S. District Court, and he's going to advise Chief Justice John Roberts, uh, fake originalist, fake conservative, now all in with the liberals, and unfortunately, Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, the most disappointing chief justice in modern U.S. history, can't seem to read the Constitution. He gets this guy, Sheldon Snook, who's sitting right there with old John Roberts. I told you the swamp was full of connections, folks. What's the connection? Well, let's go to screenshot number two. Snook toasted his wife, Mary McCord. Yeah, yeah, as, quote, one of the best lawyers that comes into this court. And thanks her for her support (laughs) throughout. McCord has been a rising star in Washington's U.S. Attorney's Office, moving from appellate and child sex crimes prosecutions to become the office's chief of all criminal prosecutions. (laughs) Folks, tell me again that deep state's not real. It's a hoax. These people all know each other. So you're telling me the lady who is not even knee deep, she's forehead deep in the Spygate scandal, the Flynn scandal, and another scandal I'm going to get to right now, Mary McCord, is married to a former district court guy who now is a counselor to the chief justice of the Supreme Court who has done nothing about the abuses of Donald Trump's civil liberties and the spying scandal? Gosh, that's really crazy. I'm sure, again, it's all a big coincidence. (sighs) It gets better with Mary McCord, folks. You know what? I'll just get to my third sponsor. I always appreciate your patience, but the sponsors keep the show free. Because I want to talk about more swampy connections with Mary McCord and the third scandal she was involved in in a second. Uh, Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or mark a special occasion, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. This is an actual piece I got from my wife. It's a beautiful locket she loves. You may see some pictures with her in it on the show. Uh, Yes, that is a Blue Nile piece because it was beautiful and looked even better on her. Whether she prefers a statement piece or everyday subtle elegance, BlueNile.com has fine jewelry options for every taste. Shop online, choose from thousands of options in this season's top trends, including Italian gold and multicolored gemstones, or build your own diamond jewelry with online tools that seamlessly walk you through the process. 
Choose from over 100,000 ethically sourced GIA-graded diamonds in every shape and size with an endless selection of settings to help you design the ring, earrings, or pendant of our dreams. It's not perfect? No problem. Shop stress-free with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make the moment sparkle with beautiful, elegant jewelry we love here from BlueNile.com. And Dan Bongino Show listeners will receive $50 off your purchase over $500. This podcast exclusive is only good for my listeners with code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's code Bongino. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Find your beautiful, elegant forever piece for that special person in your life at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Use promo code Bongino. Beautiful stuff. Check it out, please. Again, we appreciate your patience. We have great sponsors here. We want to talk to you, and we appreciate their support. So now we know, you know, Mary McCord is involved advising the FISA court. FISA court got busted spying again on Americans. They bring the cleanup artist, Mary McCord, back in. McCord's married to Sheldon Snook. Sheldon uh, Snook advises Justice John Roberts. Mary McCord is now advising the FISA court, uh, Bosberg, and the FISA court apparently on how to clean up their FISA court mess. Mary McCord, again, involved, I can't say this enough, a key figure, a key figure in the targeting of Flynn, the Spygate hoax, and this bad boy too. She was also involved in another scandal. Amazing, amazing. Not only is she not leaving public life, they bring her back in and they celebrate bringing her back because the left plays for keeps. And we play for public opinion. Let me say that again. The left plays for keeps. And we play for public opinion. Not we meaning my listeners. I mean the party that's supposed to represent us. The fake sellout Republicans. The left plays for keeps. They don't give a damn that you know Mary McCord was a key player in Spygate targeted Mike Flynn was involved in that scandal, showed that on Monday. And they definitely don't give a damn that she was involved in this one too, because she's here to clean up the mess because I think they were spying on Rudy Giuliani too. Look at this ABC News piece. Check this out. What does this have to do with Mary McCord? Inspector General, fired by Trump, urges whistleblowers to keep speaking out. Michael Atkinson defended his handling of the Ukraine whistleblower complaint you guys and ladies remember Michael Atkinson? I told you to be a deep dive today, but it's necessary. Michael Atkinson was the inspector general when the fake Ukrainian whistleblower complaint. Remember the guy who complained, the guy who shall not be named, the whistleblower? Remember when he complained that Trump made a call to the Ukrainian president, Zelensky, and said, I'm not giving you military aid unless you investigate Hunter Biden. Of course, none of that actually happened. Well, the guy who took the complaint was Michael Atkinson, Inspector General, who was later fired on Donald Trump, fired by Donald Trump. And Atkinson had done two things that caused him to get fired. Number one, Atkinson, as the IG, ruled that the whistleblower complaint, the guy who alleged that he knew about this phone call between Trump and the Ukrainian president, Atkinson said it was, quote, an urgent concern. It wasn't an urgent concern. It was standard diplomacy on the phone. Why did Atkinson do that? 
because he knew when he labeled it an urgent concern that Congress would be forced to act. And if they didn't act against President Trump, they would leak to the media that they didn't act. And then the media would say, oh, my gosh, they're covering up for President Trump. It was all very deliberate. But he did something even more interesting, Atkinson. I'll get to his McCord connection in a second. It's, it's in this piece. Hold tight. In order to file a whistleblower complaint, the person who said, hey, I heard Trump cut a deal with the Ukrainian president to investigate Hunter Biden in exchange for military aid, they had to have firsthand knowledge. They had to have heard the conversation. You know what the crazy thing about the whistleblower complaint that Atkinson decided to take was? There was no firsthand knowledge. The whistleblower himself, himself acknowledged he didn't hear the phone call. He just heard about it from others. So if you're the inspector general, how do you take a complaint knowing it has to be firsthand knowledge when the whistleblower himself acknowledges it's not firsthand knowledge? The answer is you do something out of the ordinary and you just take the complaint anyway. So he got fired. Well, when he got fired, somebody jumped to his defense right away, that IG. I mean, he did everything he could to advance a fake whistleblower complaint and make sure Trump got impeached over it, which he did. He didn't get convicted, but he did get impeached. So who jumps to his offense? defense? There's no way that would be Mary McCord, would it? It would be Mary McCord, ABC News piece. This is about him getting fired, Atkinson. Mary McCord, who worked alongside Atkinson, oh, they worked together too as acting attorney Gen assistant attorney general for national security at DOJ, told ABC News in a phone interview Monday that the firing was likely to raise alarm bells among the broader community of inspectors general conducting oversight of the Trump administration. <laughs> what sucker? What suckers you are, the left and in the media. You are such suckers. So let me get this straight. And by the way, go back to the Monday show for more on Mary McCord. This is important. McCord was also working for Adam Schiff to help them gather evidence to impeach Donald Trump. The same woman involved in Spygate, the same woman involved in the targeting of Mike Flynn, the same woman who worked with the inspector general who did an end around to make sure Trump was prosecuted and impeached, excuse me, was impeached. And the same woman who backed up uh, 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 Atkinson when he was fired. These are all the same. They all know each other. They're all covering for each other. All of them. So the fake whistleblower who never even heard the conversation between Trump and the Ukrainian president about the alleged quid pro quo that was really a quid pro quo between Joe Biden and the Ukrainians. Remember, they just flipped the script, right? Now we're going to come full circle. So McCord defends the guy, Atkinson, who defends the whistleblower, despite the whistleblower not even being authorized to file a complaint because the process didn't authorize the complaint the way he did it. He didn't hear the conversation. Why were they covering up for the whistleblower while targeting Giuliani and John Solomon, the reporter? Why? Why were they covering up for the whistleblower? That is Atkinson and McCord, apparently, and others. Why were they covering up even though the whistleblower didn't follow procedure? And why are they targeting Giuliani and Solomon now? Because Giuliani knows all of this. He knows Joe Biden was involved in some really shady quid pro quos with the Ukrainians so they wouldn't investigate his son. But Giuliani knows something else. 
Hat tip our buddy Fool Nelson on social media, on a Twitter account, for uncovering this gem. What did Giuliani and John Solomon know about the Ukrainians in the Obama White House and Joe Biden? Well, let's look at email number one we have from John Solomon. What did John Solomon know? And why is he now a subject of the government's witch hunt against Rudy Giuliani? He is. Just read the newspapers. Apparently Solomon's a target too. Oh, look, there's that Ed O'Callaghan guy again. Wow, that's interesting. Told you his name would creep up again. So this Ed O'Callaghan, he gets an email from John Solomon a while back. This is from uh, April 24th. What does that say, 2019? April 24th. Not bad eyesight, huh? What do you think of that? You got to understand, folks, this teleprompter, Guy warned me. He's like, the text on this is so small. I can actually still see stuff at 46. April 24th, 2019. Thanks for zooming in. John Solomon sends an email to the Department of Justice and Ed Callahan's office responds. And in this Solomon email, he starts asking questions. Folks, you cannot start asking questions about Ukraine's relationship with the Biden administration and Obama administration without getting targeted by the DOJ. Dan, that sounds like a third world country. Yeah, we're in one now. So what are the two key takeaways? You can see the email on the screen if you want to read the whole thing. But John Solomon emails a spokeswoman for the DOJ uh, and a couple others and says, listen, I have these documents I obtained from a Ukrainian official. And basically, they're really shady. And it says that these Ukrainian officials wanted to meet, uh, excuse me, the United States government, the Obama administration wanted to meet with Ukrainian officials about these two things. They wanted to meet, number one, about this party of regions payment to Paul Manafort. Remember the Black Ledger hoax? In other words, that the Ukrainians made illicit payments to Trump's campaign manager, Paul Manafort. It's a hoax. That never happened. Why would the White House want to meet about that? And notice, notice apparently, John Solomon had documents saying that they, the U.S. wanted assistance in it. And look at this. Restarting the investigation into the payments to Manafort. They're a hoax. There were no payments, illicit payments. It's a fake story. And John Solomon was also asking questions on why the Ukrainians, why the Ukrainians, why there's uh, they were pressuring them to stand down on an investigation into Burisma Holdings. So just to be clear, you may be saying, Dan, but you were just talking about the whistleblower, the fake whistleblower, and how Atkinson and McCord, who's now involved apparently in this FISA thing and all, how they were defending the whistleblower. What does this have to do with that? Well, Giuliani knows all this. He knows about the Ukrainian hoax, the impeachment hoax. Solomon's asking questions. Notice this screenshot of email number two to John Solomon, too, about this meeting. So just quick takeaway. The Obama administration's now pushing the Ukrainians to prosecute Paul Manafort, according to Solomon's information and to stop investigating Hunter Biden. That's what they wanted. Who was at this meeting in January of 2016? Who was at this meeting? Convenient timing, right? <laughs> because of uh, a ban here, the whistleblower, he who shall not be named, because of uh, YouTube and their communist activity trying to protect their own. Look at this at the meeting. That who, were, who was at the meeting? Oh, yeah. The whistleblower. He who shall not be named. Wow, that's that's weird. 
So the same whistleblower that Mary McCord's buddy, Michael Atkinson, the IG, was protecting, who made basically an unauthorized complaint. He wasn't authorized to make. He didn't even hear the phone call. The same whistleblower they were protecting is also at a January of 2016 meeting between the White House and the Ukrainian government where the Obama-Biden White House is pushing the Ukrainian government to restart an investigation into Trump's former campaign manager and stop an investigation at Hunter Biden. And apparently the, wh the whistleblower guy was involved in that whole thing. You think Giuliani doesn't know that? Why do you think they want Giuliani's computer and phone and iCloud information so they can get his emails with John Solomon? Who knows it too? I just read you the emails. Because they want to make sure you never hear about how the White House coordinated with whistleblowers, swamp rats, and shady people inside of Ukraine to target Trump while dismissing the case against Hunter Biden. Now, folks, I sincerely do hate, I, you know, I don't, I've written a lot of books. I don't plug them a lot because I don't like wasting your time. Hey, buy my book. It really gets annoying. I get it. I understand. That's why I, I rarely beat you over the head uh, with book stuff outside of the release. But I'm asking you a personal favor. <laughs> if you have not read my book, follow the money. Just, you only have to read the opening chapter. The opening chapter called Insane in the Ukraine, explains what I'm telling you now in intimate detail. Footnotes and everything for you liberals out there. I'm going to show you two quick ep excerpts from the book about these White House meetings in the closing days of the Obama administration. They had to make sure they got Trump. They got Trump tied into a Ukraine scandal so they could hide their own. I'm going to show you some excerpts that I promise are going to blow your mind. Let me get to my last sponsor. And I, I do want to squeeze in these Biden videos too. It was a disaster yesterday. All right. Last sponsor today, our friends at LifeLock. Tax season's scary enough, but the IRS is issuing warnings to watch out for ghost tax preparers. These ghost preparers, that's scary. Don't sign as a paid tax preparer on your return, which could be a red flag that you may become a victim of a scam or a refund fraud, even worse. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet. In an instant, a cyber criminal could harm what's yours, your finances, your credit, your reputation, everything. Good thing I have, and I recommend you get LifeLock. I have it for my whole family, even my kids. Had my identity stolen, it really sucked. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has been potentially compromised, they'll send you an alert. You have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. Listen, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours with a LifeLock identity theft protection. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at lifelock.com slash Bongino. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Check them out today. Protect your identity. Get it for your kids and your wife and your significant others too. Lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Okay. So, folks, now we know that the fake whistleblower, he who shall not be named. By the way, we name him in the book. You can read the book. As folks, I'm just going to be straight with you. The only reason I'm not doing this here and I have before is YouTube and Apple pulled it down. 
They will pull it down now. And you may say, well, just name the. I want you to hear it. You can read the name in a book. I've already named this guy a thousand times and I'll name him. It's in the book. But I seriously want to make sure people hear this. I know. I'm sorry. I promise you. We've named them multiple times. And every episode gets pulled down before anyone can hear it. So why did the whistleblower, who did the whistleblower meet with? The whistleblower, the one who said, oh, Trump did a deal with Ukraine. This is where it gets even better. I know it's a tough show. I know it. But remember on Monday's show where I told you that the scandal in Ukraine is bigger than just Hunter Biden getting this shady gig while his father was the point man, vice president on Ukraine. That's an easy scandal to understand. Biden's the vice president. He's in charge of Ukraine. Biden's kid gets a cushy $50,000 a month gig in Ukraine. Wow. That's not, that's a big scandal. Huge. But it's not the only scandal. The Obama-Biden administration was protecting George Soros-funded, a George Soros-funded group in Ukraine that was targeting Paul Manafort, Trump people, while simultaneously making sure George Soros's business rivals got prosecuted. They were protecting this group, ANTAC. This George Soros-funded group, ANTAC. They wanted investigations into Soros's business partners, Dmitry Firtash. And they simultaneously pushed the U.S. Embassy under Obama-Biden, uh, Marie Yovanovitch and George Kent. They simultaneously pushed them to push the Ukrainian government, not to prosecute them. What a deal. You're ANTAC. What a deal. You get the Ukrainian government off your back while you have your business partners, uh, your business rivals prosecuted. Who ran ANTAC? Well, I'll get to that in a minute. I just want to get back to the fake whistleblower here and why this fake whistleblower who was involved in these meetings with Ukrainian officials with the Obama administration's coordinating all this. Who did they meet with these ANTAC people at the White House? Wouldn't it be really crazy if it was he who shall not be named? Oh, this is from my book, opening chapter. What's also true, and this is very important, is that according to White House logs, Daria Kalaniuk visited the White House on December 9, 2015, right before those January meetings. While there, she reportedly met with he who shall not be named, a CIA employee working on the National Security Council. Getting meetings in the White House is no easy thing. You need connections. How did Kalaniuk rate? Who opened the doors for her? Why did she meet with the whistleblower? We don't know exactly. But we do know that he who shall not be named was very interested in Ukraine. So he meets with Daria Kalaniuk. Here's another screenshot from my book about who Daria Kalaniuk actually was. ANTAC is run by Daria Kalaniuk, an American-educated lawyer. She's been, as you might expect, an outspoken defender of her organization, noting that the EU, the US, governments of the UK, Netherlands, and Czech Republic have supported their, through their global fund, supplied her organization with financial support. And while that is no doubt true, it doesn't diminish the clout or influence of America's premier political patron. In fact, ANTAC, that's the George Soros-funded group, lists its donors on its website in apparent decreasing order. Who's number one? The U.S. government. So now let's tie this up. 
So the Obama administration is funding a George Soros group in Ukraine. While the Obama administration vice president's son is working in Ukraine on a sweetheart deal while the vice president's the point man in Ukraine. While they're funding a group called ANTAC, which is also funded by George Soros in Ukraine. That ANTAC-funded group appears on a do not prosecute list or appears in a do not prosecute conversation where people in the embassy admitted that they did not want that group, George Soros's group, prosecuted for misallocating some of those funds the U.S. government gave them. That same group, ANTAC, also funded by Soros, by the way, wants one of Soros's business partners, appears to want him prosecuted, a guy by the name of Dmitry Firtash. Got to get him out of the way. The woman who runs that group, Daria Kalaniuk, somehow gets a meeting in the White House in December of 2015. She gets a meeting in the White House, and the person involved in one of those meetings is the whistleblower. Yes, the same whistleblower who makes up a story about hearing a phone call about Trump talking to the Ukrainian president and giving him a quid pro quo, which is exactly what the whistleblower knows the Obama administration was doing with both the, uh, the George Soros group, a quid pro quo, we won't prosecute you, but we'll take out your enemies, and the quid pro quo they're doing with Hunter Biden, don't investigate Hunter or we'll have your prosecutor fired and we won't give you any money. The same whistleblower, by the way, who meets with the Inspector General Michael Atkinson, Michael Atkinson, who changes the rules so that the whistleblower can lodge a fake complaint, who, when he gets fired, that Inspector General Atkinson is then defended by Mary McCord, key player in Spygate, key player in the impeachment hoax. She worked with Adam Schiff on the impeachment charges, key player in the prosecution of Mike Flynn. Atkinson's defended by this Mary McCord, who now is working for the FISA court as a friend or working with as a friend of the court. Because the FISA court got busted spying again for public corruption, which it's not authorized to do. At the same time, it leaks out that they're going after Rudy Giuliani, too, who knows everything I just told you about the Obama administration's quid pro quos with Antac, the Soros Group, and Hunter Biden. This is like a really, really bad Jason Bourne novel. Folks, it's in the opening chapter. I can't encourage you. It, uh, again, I, it's not. A, I, if I could give these books away for free, I would. But I have a publisher. I promise you on my life, this is not about the money. Okay, you have my word. Look, insane in Ukraine. It's all footnoted in the back. Footnotes, footnotes, footnotes. You can look all this stuff up yourself. This all happened, and that's why Giuliani. Everything he knows about Marie Ivanovich, the Ukraine, Soros, Antac, Hunter Biden. He has to be taken out and Solomon has to be taken out because he knows about the meetings at the White House with the Obama administration between Ukrainian officials, the whistleblower, Obama administration officials and the Soros group. They have to be taken out. We'll be next. Mark my words. It's okay. Don't care. I legit don't care. After yesterday, life is good. I'm alive by the grace of God. And I will be, hopefully, for a very long time. The rest is small potatoes. All right, a couple quick last stories. Leave you on a good note. Ron DeSantis strikes again. (laughs) This will be in my newsletter. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, but, but not even close. Best governor in the country. He's not, not even, I'm not saying that because I live in Florida. That, that's not even a close second at this point. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis suspends all local COVID emergency orders. <laughs> Listen, Guy's a huge fan of Ron DeSantis. Joe is a huge fan of Ron DeSantis. New producer, Jim, and there's another producer. We got producers everywhere. Paula is a big fan of Ron DeSantis. Guy's the best. And he frightens the libs because they don't like governors with pelotas. Grande. Grandissimo. You speak Spanish, right? Is my Spanish horrible? You could, you, it is, right? He's being nice. Don't worry. You can't get fired. You, I'm not firing you already. You can tell me. He's laughing because my Spanish sucks so bad. Grandissimo pelotas. The libs don't like that. They want you to back down and DeSantis just doesn't care. Speaking of people without Pelotas, feckless Pe- Pequeño Pelotas, Pelotas Pequeño. <laughs> I'm not sure this show is going to make it on terrestrial radio, folks. <laughs> Pequeñitos. Here, my Spanish has really gotten degenerated badly. I used to speak very well. Today, it's really horrible. I'm very sorry. Here is our feckless uh, commander-in-chief, and I use that term loosely, again, involved in the Biggest scandal in modern American history in Ukraine, trying to help his, their buddy Soros out while protecting his son and his lucrative gig over there was getting paid off by the Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian gas company. Here's Biden yesterday, uh, stumbling and mumbling through a speech about the vaccine. I got three short lowlights from you. There are no highlights. Uh, Biden, who can't even get through a 10-minute speech on the vaccine without screwing up just about every key point. So here he's trying to give out a website to go to get this vaccine. Um, This may not be safe for work, folks, his website. Um, I'm not sure you want to go to the website he's suggesting. Um, Listen and you'll see why. That's why I'm asking people to continue to follow CDC guidelines. Okay, that was the wrong one, but that's okay. No, no, don't just run a minute. It's okay because I taught CCD. Um, I don't, I'm not sure there's a connection to the vaccine though. I I did, I taught, I'm not kidding. CCD is this Christian education program for, you know, kids in public schools and stuff who don't go to Catholic schools and don't have access to it. You can take a CCD course. They teach you about the Bible, you know, catechists do it. I did that. I'm not sure what that has to do with the vaccine. Maybe he meant CDC. Just checking. He corrected himself. So he can't even get that out, that he wants you to teach CCD, apparently, which you should do. It's very good. Um, Here's Biden again. I'm not sure this one this is because I didn't put him in the right order here, apparently. But this is number two where he screws up. Another big thing I'll tell you about on the other side of this. Check this out. We're also going to slip vaccines directly to, to pediatricians, ship them to, to pediatricians during the following weeks. It's a surprise to me because I sent him to Guy and I just realized in reverse order. Folks, we're going to slip the vaccine. Slip. Now listen, I come from New York and I'm an Italian from Queens. We talk with our hands a lot. So one of the things Queens guys do a lot is they do this. Slip. You know, let's, let's say, you know, you're doing like a deal under the table. Not that I've ever done that ever, but you're doing a deal under the table. that may be a little bit shady. You know, you're paying a guy off the books. You don't want to pay taxes. Not that I've done that. I'm just saying it may have happened at some point in Queens, right? 
The guy will go like this. I'll, I'll act it out for you. Especially us Italians from Queens. They'll be like, yeah, I paid him, you know. It goes like, you got to watch him. You have to watch the visuals on Rumble. And everybody knows what you mean. You don't have to say I paid him off the books. Did you pay the guy? Yeah, yeah. Ev trust me. Everyone from Queens watching this show, Italian, Irish, or otherwise, knows what that means. Pay him, yeah. Apparently, that's what Biden's doing. We got together with the doctors and slipped them the vaccine. This is the same speech. He can't, he can't get through how the vaccines are getting there, where to find it. Apparently, you got to teach a, a CCD to get a vaccine. And here's the third part of it. I had him in reverse, where again, he can't even get the website right. And by the way, don't edit this, Guy. I know because I know he, he's a perfectionist and he wants to edit it. Don't edit. This is all, if it needs an, I seriously, leave it in the show because this is my fault and I don't want anyone to think like you mess. I sent him in the wrong order. Here's where he mentions the website. <laughs> not family friendly. Do not go. I'll give you the real website at the end. Don't go to the website he suggests. Check this out. We're going to make it easier than ever to get vaccinated. Visit vaccines.com.gov, vaccines.com, or text to your, text your zip code to 438829. Was it vaccine.gov? Because the vaccine he's suggesting, a website, I promise you will not send you where Joe Biden thinks it's going. I'm not going to repeat that. I'm not going to repeat that. Yeah, I think you all kind of heard, heard it uh, yourself. Please, uh, please don't go there. Your spouse or significant other may have some questions if you wind up on that website. Vaccine.gov, I believe, is the real one. We have to correct him. He's too busy trying to cover up Hunter Biden and his Soros connections in Ukraine. All right, folks, thanks to, uh, for tuning in today. Listen, I know the show was busy. I get it. And, you know, we cover the news and all this other stuff, but I'm telling you the Rudy Giuliani story right now is the most important story. There's not even a close second. If we allow them to get rid of Giuliani and Solomon and shut them up, it'll never come out what actually happened in Ukraine. Thanks again for tuning in. Please subscribe to my show on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's all free. You can see the video version of the show there. And May 24th, my new show launches. I have some special announcements coming up. It's my new terrestrial radio show. It'll be available 12 noon to 3P. Got some people coming by today for it. Nothing happens to the podcast, but please call your local radio station, email them, ask them if they're going to carry the Dan Bongino show. We'd really appreciate it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.